0: Your, your key to success right now is to not do something just because you, you wanna be part of the group. It's do, you have to trust your highest self and say, I have to do what's best for myself.
1: the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. I'm Arby Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, and author of Speak Up, Get Client, and your host today for the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about what are the characteristics of a million-dollar speaker? How do we reach millions of people, and how do we make millions doing it? And I have a very special guest for you, my dear friend and fellow million dollar speaker, Joe Nunziata. Joe is a best selling author, business consultant, professional speaker, and life coach. He's been delivering his life changing message at events and seminars since 1992. His enlightening programs are a unique blend of spirituality, psychology, philosophy, and the power of the internal energy. Joe teaches that to make permanent changes, you must clear your negative energy and break destructive patterns of behavior at the core level. This transformational process creates new energy and beliefs designed to help you achieve sustained positive growth in all areas of your life. He has appeared on many television and radio programs, including Good Day New York and Street Talk on Fox TV. He's cable television news 12, Better TV, and Brave Heart Network, and various radio stations across the country. His books include Heal the Deal, Chasing Your Life, Karma Buster, Spiritual Selling. Finding Your Purpose, and No More 9 to 5. Other programs include Change Your Energy, Change Your Life, No More Mental Barriers, Connecting to Your Spirit, and The Seven Keys of Transformation. And today, he is going to share with us how to elevate your energy and elevate your business. So let's bring on my dear friend, Joe Nanziato. All right, Joe, welcome, welcome. Woo, you have done so much. So, you've contributed so much to the world and to the planet. And I just applaud you and thank you for that.
0: Thank you, Harvey.
1: So, my first question to you is yes. what are the characteristics? Because I believe you truly are a million dollar speaker. What are the characteristics of a million dollar speaker?
0: You know, I think it's interesting because I, I think when I first started, I went, I didn't know anything. I didn't know what I was doing. Although some people say, I still don't know what I'm doing, but I, I, I think we all kind of go through that. But uh, I, I think I was trying to learn techniques and then how to, you know, do certain things and how to sell from the stage, you know, all of the stuff that we learned. And it was all good, you know, because you have to know what you're doing, right? It's part of the process. But I think that uh, ultimately... Uh, What I learned after I kind of went through all that was you have to be yourself. And I think that became the key thing for me was to say, be authentic. And because a lot of people would say to me, you know, you shouldn't do that or you shouldn't talk about that or you shouldn't say that Uh, you're talking about how this is work. I remember, you know, doing the work with energy that I do. And people would say things to me like, you know, you're you're telling people that it's work and you're telling people that it's challenging. I said, well, it is. So they would say, but you you can't sell stuff like that. You have to tell people it's easy and you have to tell people they're going to make a million dollars, you know, all that kind of stuff that we've heard. The kind of sham wow idea. And I I think that becomes a little challenging for a speaker, especially somebody new, because they're looking at it and saying, oh, uh, I need to follow this blueprint and I think that's a mistake. I think you, you want to do is you want to be authentic, you want to be yourself, you want to offer value. You have to have confidence, obviously, in what you're putting out there. And the other thing that's very important as a person who does a lot of sales training is you have to be confident in the price point that you're putting your product or service out there at, because that feeling goes to the audience. If they don't, if you don't feel good about it. I don't care how much training you do or how perfectly you think you're delivering the speech. If you don't feel like, yeah, I think that's a great deal. And I feel that's good value. And I think it's a really good exchange of energy, which is really what a sale is. I think that's really the key to to doing it. But above all else, you have to be yourself and say what you feel you have to say. That's why we're speakers, right? Not to follow a a blueprint and not to say, I have to only do it this way because this is what people will like or not like. And a big part of it also to me is you can't, worry about being liked, because there are people who won't like you. And that's fine. There are people who don't like me. And I get emails and messages all the time. I get a lot of positive ones. But I get them, you know, I'll do a free webinar, I'll do something, I'll be speaking somewhere. And, you know, people will not like or will have something negative to say. That's part of the game. So if you don't expect, accept that as part of it, you're in big trouble. Right.
1: That's part of just stepping on stage and being yeah. Like- but I like what you said, because that is worth millions right there is be yourself and public speaking. As you've seen, Joe, you you and I have known each other for many, many years. I mean, many. Yeah. 15 or more. And back then, when we when we both first started, they it was pretty rigid where yeah, Yeah. you had to do this certain formula, you had to sell, you had to lie, right? You had to lie and up up, say your cell was up here when it was, you know, all but I do believe that has changed over the years, and people do want to know who you are really. And yeah, maybe we set ourselves up for they don't like us, but that's okay. I'd rather yeah. not be liked, and instead of someone pretending that they like me because they thought that they got this energy from me that yeah. I was covering up or whatever, and then later down the road end in divorce, right? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, divorce is yeah. for sure. Being real, being yourself is absolutely where we're, uh, we are today. And, uh, you know, throw out the blueprints, throw out, you know, all those things and just really, really uh, get to be who you are and let the audience see it and see your vulnerability. I love that. So, so, jo, you mentioned um. You know, you mentioned something about selling is an exchange of energy. I love that. Let's talk a little bit more about that. And I just wanted to share because I shared it with you with everybody that's out there that can see it. I am holding up. Is this your first book? Was this your very first book, Joe?
0: That was my second book.
1: Second book, it's called Spiritual Selling, and I've never heard anything like that. And again, it was what we figured out was 2007 or 2008. It's still good today. You should see it. I have things underlined, (laughs) marked up. Uh, It's still, you know, true today. It's out of print, so anybody that wants to buy a copy, you know, let me know. It's going for a million dollars,
0: right? There you go. Now I do have an updated version called Heal Heal the Deal. Which oh. is actually Heal the Deal is the updated version of spiritual selling, but it's the same basics. Just I just added some more content.
1: I love that. So let's talk a little bit about uh, selling and being the exchange of energy.
0: Yeah. So I think we. I think when I learned, I mean, I'm from New York, as you know, right. So what I learned selling, it was what we would call a zero sum game. <laughs> it was a winner and a loser. It was go in, you got the sale or you didn't, if you got the sale, you won. If you didn't get the sale, you lost. That was kind of the way it was approached. It was all numbers and hit your quotas and all that. So as I got into the energy work, I realized that that's, not, that's really a, a, not a good way to look at it because that's not really what we want to do. We want to make it what's called a non-zero-sum game. So a zero-sum game means there's one, that's it, is one winner and one loser. A non-zero-sum game means there is no winner and loser. So basically- <laughs> So what we're looking to do here is to say, okay, I want to do business with you. We want to exchange, because basically a sale is a transaction of energy, like the same way we have a transaction when you see somebody, right? We transact energy back and forth. A sale is no different. It's the same thing. You and I are transacting energy back and forth. In a a perfect world, we want that energy to be balanced. So it's kind of like an RV when you buy something and you walk away and you feel really good about it. Right. So, wow, I feel like I got a really good deal. I'm happy to spend the money. I feel good. That's the feeling. Right. So I just got another car. I had to get a car. So I got a car and I went out. I got a really, really got the car I wanted. I got a great deal. And I walked away and I said, I'm happy to pay that bill every month because I felt like it was a fair deal and I got what I wanted. Right. So that's what we're trying to accomplish in our energy exchange. Now, the place where I actually see the failing for a lot of people is They actually are not getting enough. So they're giving a lot, but they're not getting enough. And I think this goes back to, you know, our old, you know, giving is better than receiving and all that. So the idea is to say, I want to be as the provider. So you, if I hire RV, who is a fantastic trainer, right? I'm going to hire RV. I'm going to pay you. Now, if I pay you an amount of money and you did not set the, the rate at a rate that you felt was good for you, eventually you're going to feel like, wow, I'm giving too much. Right. And I didn't, right, so it's it's a it's something you have to be careful, especially in, in services. We're not selling television sets where you know I walk in and I'm going to walk into Best Buy and I know the price. That's how much it is, and that's it. A service isn't intangible. You know, I I do consulting work. There are consultants that get a million dollars, and there are consultants that get ten dollars. So we have to, but it's about the feeling I have about my product, service, whatever it is that. I walk away and both people walk away feeling good. That's the goal. That's the exchange of energy.
1: I love that. Now, Joe, you just mentioned it really quickly because I didn't mention it when I introduced you and that you were from New York. Yes. So I'm going to share with my listeners how a New York boy like you, what, raised in a Catholic family, yes, you know, ends up, you know, talking about spiritual selling and exchange of energy and all of that. Tell us a little bit about that story.
0: <laughs> well, I'm from Brooklyn. And, you know, like I said, I went to Catholic school and I kind of, uh, you know, I was never like a super religious person, but, you know, we did their normal go to church. <laughs> you know, go to church or whatever you do. And as I got older, I started to just kind of say, this is not making sense to me. I was always that type of person like you, right? I think people who are seekers were kind of saying, well, just because I got this religion and this was supposed to be, and I saw the nuns acting in a certain way. Back in those days, you know, the nuns we we looked at as these holy people close to God. And meanwhile, they'd be walking around the room hitting us in the head with a ruler. So... (laughs) It was hard to reconcile. Wait a minute; these are supposed to be like the holiest people, and and you hit me in the head with a ruler. How? How? So, and then we were small kids then. But then, as you get older, it's kind of like this is not making sense. So, I, I think as a seeker of truth i just started to look for i started by actually after going through bankruptcies and problems as a younger person you know lost my dad young and went through a lot of issues started to go to therapy and started to learn more about your mind and how your mind works and it kind of led me into metaphysical work it led me into learning more about your mind and your energy so for me it was a real progression over time starting with more psychology And then moving more into metaphysical energy work and then meditation and all these things that were, I will tell you, especially at the beginning, a lot of it was very contradictory to what I learned in the Catholic school. So I had to kind of make say, okay, because my family, I didn't really get involved with them with it, but it was almost like, okay, this is really counter, but it made more sense. So I was a person that was always going to say, hey, if it makes more sense, I'm going to go that way. I'm not just going to get stuck in the rigid, which a lot of people do. Oh, no, this is what I believe and. You know, there are people, you know, in the Bible Belt or who are the super religious, they're teaching their kids that the world is 5,000 years old. I mean, you know, so this is obviously scientifically wrong, but that they're so entrenched in that belief system that that's what they're teaching your kids. So if you're that type of person, people do get stuck, right? But to me, I was not. I just said, you yeah, know, I'm going to go with wherever it takes me. That's kind of how it happened.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Amazing. Now, tell us a little bit about your very first sales experience.
0: Well, my first sales experience, I'm trying to think of it officially, I guess, was on a truck. I was selling soda off the back of a truck in Brooklyn.
1: There-ho's, you're selling yoo-hoos. That's Come about- on, I read your book. I read your Oh, and you're drinking a yoo-hoo? I, right?
0: I have it right there. It's one of my props that I use.
1: They so, originate in
0: New York. I, I,
1: Did they come from New York, YooHoo's?
0: I, I, you know, I know they were national, but I I don't, I don't know where they made them. But I I found this one out here in a Walmart. But anyway, I love it. (laughs) But because I needed a visual aid. But yeah, I think you know, you walk into the store. And you would see the guy behind, you know, back in those days, it was the '80s. You know, the guy was behind the counter, and he said, "Hey, don't no, no, know, I've got the truck. What do you want to get?" You know, and you just kind of had this conversation. is, "Yeah, I want give me a six you-hoos and two root beers and whatever." Went in, brought it, wheeled it into the store, got my money, and walked out. That was like my first. Uh, that was like I think my until I got into more, you know, advertising sales and all these different things. But that was like my first cutting my teeth was selling soda off the back of a truck it was hardcore you would just drive down the block walk into every business and say hey what, you know what can I do what can I do? what could I get you and that was kind of how you did it and how old were you then uh, 18 19.
1: Awesome. Great. And you've been, well, obviously, (laughs) selling your own business, but you've, you've, um, of course, uh, developed a lot of other skills since then. What I'd like to talk about now is some of the energy work that you do. And I would like, uh, we were on a we were on a, in an event together recently. Mm. And you talked about the Age of Aquarius, so I want to talk about your energy work, the Age of Aquarius, where the world's going, what's happening. Let's get into a deeper trench here.
0: Okay, so what's basically you know, so as I transitioned, I, I always do sales work because that's my background. But I inter- I bring a lot of the energy work in because I realized salespeople, a lot of people were working really hard yeah. and they were they were not doing well, so you know, our belief system was, oh, you work hard, you work hard, you work hard, everything. And I'm just saying, well, this guy's making, you know, 200 phone calls a day, running all around, not getting anywhere. And I realized that, yes, do you have to work? Yes. Do you need a good work ethic? Yes. Do you need to be professional? Yes. But if your energy is out of alignment, you will not succeed. So that's what kind of, I said, oh, I could blend this across. But as far as the pure energy work goes, then I started getting into real healing work, which, you know, I do and help people clear energy and all that but started to really learn more about the whole big picture, really looking at it mo- much more expansively than just, okay, what's going on with me or whatever. So the idea, so what happened is, you know, the, every year is a we, numerology is also a very important part of what we do. And the, of course, the Mayans looked at the stars years ago and did all that. But basically what we're understanding is we are, we are all one energy and we go through these kind of trends together. So what happened in February, This year was a a five year. So the way numerology works is you take a number and you break it down to a single digit. So in 2021 is two plus zero plus two plus one equals five. Five, the number five is considered the master of changes, like big change is what number five is. So when that that, of course, told us that this was going to be a year of a lot of upside down changes. And in February we moved into what's called the Age of Aquarius. Now, what people—if you don't study this, you don't know it, because obviously you wouldn't know, right? right? We 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 have different ages, but the ages last a long time, like twenty five hundred years. So this one's going to last about 2,600 years. So think about you. What I always say to people is you chose this lifetime to be here during this change. This is a big thing. So the age of Aquarius is the age of enlightenment, age of togetherness, age of peace. Now, I know right now it does not seem like any of that is happening, but it's a 2,600 year period. So we're in the very beginning stages of a new world being created, and as we know, when we're doing going to create something new, it is going to not be without some upset. And, you know, even if in the earth, right, changes in the earth, there are volcanoes, there are things that happen. Those are traumatic events. Those are big things that happen, right? You have hurricanes, you have floods, you have all these things that happen. So the earth goes through those changes too. So we're going to go through now a period of change. Now we're in the very beginning. This is like the tip of the spear, so to speak, of these changes taking place, The 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 Pandemic was part of it. These are all things that are happening, and we're going through a major shakeup. So, what I always people say, well, well how is this going to affect me, and what's going to happen? So, the bottom line is, it will affect you based on how you deal with it, and how you see it, and how you understand it. So, the big thing is, right now, what we have, which is the, which is part of where we're going to really see this, we're having a lot of polarization and a lot of separation, which is which is being driven. By the government and the media, this is not you, humans are not. We are we get along, but we're getting manipulated into separation and into not liking each other, and basically all these different things that are coming out. This whole woke culture and all this, and what the government does and media because they work together with big corporations and the wealthy people in the world. Their their desire is to control everybody. Right. So so how do I control everybody? I separate them. Right. So if I separate them, they can't get, to, they can't band together. Right, so,
1: divided but,
0: Yeah. And that's the oldest story, right? So what they're trying to do is separate everybody because when we are separated, we, we don't connect and we are not, we are weak. Right. When we are all together, because love energy is the most powerful energy in the world. We are, Too powerful for any of these dark forces to take over, but so we have right now. Kind of, it's kind of like in the Bible. At the end of the Bible, it's the battle of the dark and the light. That's where we are, and this is the battle right now. We're kind of in the middle of this time of the dark and the light, where you know this is that you know. And again, in the way it's described in the Bible, it's a battle. It's not a oh yeah okay we just roll into it. So that I feel like this is where we are, and I believe that what I'm seeing now is what I call organic separation. And what I mean by that is people are organically moving away from each other. And I've heard this, I'm sure you too, RV, because we, know we, we speak to a lot of people. I cannot tell you how many people have said to me, I had friends for 30 years that I cannot talk to anymore because our beliefs are so different. I have family members I don't talk to anymore because we've, we've gone in such a different direction. And it's people think it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing in a sense that it's an organic because you need to be around energy that's in alignment with you. So so if you have people, and again, there's no judgment of these people. So, you know, obviously we have this whole vaccine story going on, right? So this is a big whole issue, right? Get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine, who should get it, who shouldn't get it. Now, what the what they've done in media and government is they've used this to separate people, yeah. but also they've used it to shame people who don't get it, right? Mm. And I'm one of them. I would never get it. That's I am too. I'm with you. We're in alignment. <laughs> there you go. See, that's why we're together. So now the bottom line is this, but I don't judge you if you got it. So if you decided to get it, that's your business. I, I disagree. People have actually called me and asked me. And so what do you think? And I'd say, well, you know, I would wait to just see what happens because I don't really trust the whole story. And then I'll, I'll talk to that person two weeks later. Oh yeah, I went and got it. I was like, all right. Now my old self would have been like, What what the F is wrong with you? I just told you that. But (laughs) now I'm like, okay, you know, that's your your choice, right? So what we have, what we've lost here is the ability for me to say, hey, you know what? That's fine if you want to do that. And that's, but this is not the way it's being positioned, right? It's being positioned as if you don't get it, you're the bad guy. Like you're stopping the country from going forward. Now, Or or you can't travel. Whatever. And now... Brit- what just happened with British Airways, a bunch of their pilots who got vaccinated got blood clots, some died, some got very sick, hmm. and they're saying it's because of the vaccine. Now, I don't know if that's 100%. I don't know. There's a lot going on. People are dying. People are getting sick. I don't know the numbers, but what I'm saying is it doesn't really matter. The bottom line is everyone should do what they feel good about, but it doesn't mean I, sh- I have to now villainize the other person, and that's what they've done. And they've done the same thing with race. And they've done the same thing with this whole pride move. All these different things are about separating everybody out. Instead of saying, hey, we're all one person, do what you like, be a positive person. I don't care about all this stuff. Now we're, we're categorizing everybody and it's it's creating tension and separation. So yeah. our our job as humans, if we're going to evolve, is to say, I can't get I cannot get I don't watch any news. I don't. Know. zero. I mean, I'll put it. On, I put it on in the morning when I first get up because I work out in the morning, but I put it on just to make sure like the world didn't end. Just, <laughs> at this point, I said, let me at least put it on to see this. Should I should I go? Up, should I take a shower and go out? Or what am I doing? <laughs> but uh other than that, I turned it off in five minutes and I'll put a movie on or whatever it is that I'll work out. But so the idea is we need to put love out there towards everybody, even people who judge you, even people who don't agree with you, even people who say negative things to you. Right. You know, I, I did a webinar uh, around the time of February when we had the portal opening, which was a 222 portal. And we also, I did a free webinar. I was just trying to help everybody out, tell them what's going on. I talked a little bit about this and I just said, you know what? Everyone should do what they want. It's, but it's one of those things where you should, you should be discerning. And I said, you should look into it. You shouldn't just do what everybody wants you to do. I said, just look into it for yourself. I didn't tell anybody to do it. Or I got I got a couple of really nasty emails. And I'm saying, I, I wasn't telling anybody what to do. But just the idea that I said, think about it and make a good decision for yourself. People took that as I was saying, don't do it. That's not what I said. Right. But, so this is where I'm saying we're on this like very slippery slope of you, know, you can't talk about anything and you can't, you can't even have an opinion or say, you know, this is my feeling. So it's important for us to say, I bless everybody every day, but I will tell you this, I don't want to be around people's energy that is not in alignment with me. So, but it doesn't mean I don't bless you and wish you the best, but I, for my own self and I think for all of us, we need, we're going to start gravitating to groups that are much more in our wheelhouse and that's how we're going to grow a positive side of the story.
1: Right, I love that. You know, um, I just want to mention something that I heard recently about the segregation and further segregation. Mm. Um, a friend of mine went to a ball game. She goes to, you know, baseball, football, mm. all those sports events, and she said that they had a separation in the bleachers vaccinated people over here and non-vaccinated and here she's non-vaccinated but her boyfriend is vaccinated and she told her boyfriend you better sit with me (laughs) non-vaccinated but i mean again just that further situation it is it's crazy so (laughs) i hear what you're saying and and, and it's like don't don't fight people that want it or don't just align yourself with people the same type of energy that you have whether it's in, in that mode or not, I love that, because that's easy for us to do. And so you're saying it's going to, you know, some people may go out of our lives. And, and during this, over this next several years, and and I won't be here in 2600 years, but uh, yeah, be you, may be,
0: you may be reincarnated, so you don't know.
1: Well, there you there you go. That yeah. okay, but thank you. Thank you for that. So tell us also tell us a little bit more about you know what else can we be doing during this this trying time during this battle time? I mean, do we pick up a sword and fight? And who are we fighting, or do we lay down our sword and just use love? I mean, just for anybody that's not quite sure how to manage you know, the energy or manage what's going on, you help us out here. Cause I know you coach on this, you know, every day. So help us out.
0: Well, I'm a, you know, I'm a believer in the, like Jesus believed in what was called nonviolent resistance. Okay. So I think that that's really what we're looking at now. Obviously, you know, there, you know, it's funny because Malcolm X talked about it. He kind of was in that wheelhouse as well, as was Martin Luther King, as was Gandhi, as was Moses, many great leaders. But there are times when if we're being attacked, we need to defend ourselves. So I I feel like my intent, your intent is very important. right? My intention is to be nonviolent and and to help put out a positive word to people to move forward. But, you know, unfortunately, human beings are violent. And, you know, if I'm being attacked or if someone's coming after me, I have to defend myself. Right. I want to, you know, there's some way that I would like to defend myself without causing harm. But I, I would never want to cause harm. But I think as humans if in this circumstance where we're going to have a lot going on. Unfortunately, humans are not good at not at, at, humans are not good at coming to a conclusion without some kind of violence or some kind of negativity. So I think that's unfortunate, but it is what it is. And I think for us, we just our job right now is be your best version of yourself. And that is our that's really all you all you want to do. Be the best version of yourself. Be a positive influence. to people who are around you do not put out any negativity or judgment or do not. Even if somebody you really say, oh, my God, I can't believe what this. I know because people hated, you know, Trump or people hate Biden or people hate this. So I may not like now again, I may not like people what they're doing, or I may not agree with them, but I don't want to put hate towards them. It doesn't mean I have to like them. It doesn't mean I have to say, yeah, I think they're great, but I'm going to say, you know what? I'm not going to put, I could disagree, or I could think that they're not doing the best thing, but I don't want to put that feeling toward them. See, that's the key, right? I'm going to put love towards you, even though I'm going to pray for you, but I don't agree with what you're doing. You're allowed to do that. Right. So I think people get into like one extreme or the other, I, I don't look at, but but again, it's kind of like, it's like acceptance. I, I don't have to agree with you. I may not even like what your positions are, but okay, that's that's who you are. And I, it doesn't mean I wanna be involved with you, but that's fine. Right. So, so I think it's very hard as humans to stay in that space, but when you are barraging yourself, and I see people all day, they're on social media, they're getting uh, alerts, they're looking at the news, they, they, I had a woman on one of my sessions, and she said her son, who was around 30 years old, got so involved in all the politics around the time of the election that he actually killed himself. Oh, no. But but just but think about it. Think about what has to happen for you to get so upset about this. That And this is what these media outlets are creating. So we need to get away from all this stuff and just, again, Focus on what's in front of you. What can you what can you do to be maybe a positive influence in whoever comes into your life? And understand that there are people who are not going to want there are people who do not want to be a million miles from me. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm like, OK, that's fine. And I don't take it as a bad. It's not good or bad. It's just it's like a natural evolution, more so than ideal.
1: Right. Well, let's talk about speaking for a minute and and kind of wrap this all up in a nice little bow, because as speakers, you're a speaker, I'm a speaker. And yet we don't want to judge. We don't want to get involved. But how can we use our voices and our stages and stand up for what we do believe in and let other people give them the courage to stand up for what they believe in and then again, unite once again, maybe not everybody, maybe there's two camps, maybe there's more, yeah. but what can we do as a speaker, Joe, to create that positive energy, that positive change, share the love with the world?
0: Well, I tell you, there's two things for me. The first one is I'm all about empowering people because I want people to be empowered and feel that they are empowered. The yeah. second, the other part, you, you have to feel empowered. It's critically important for all of us. The second thing is this, This is a very important time for us to trust our inner self. Your higher self is always guiding you. Think about your feelings, and this is the problem. People are disconnected from their feelings. You have to go to your, you know, you may be in an environment of people. So I have a a friend, she is a a grandmother and her whole family got vaccinated and she didn't. And and, again, this is a lot of pressure. And I've heard this from people who in. Oh, everybody's getting it. I'm not getting it. so. But you've got to trust yourself, which means you need to be courageous, because there may be many times when you're doing something that goes against the people, you know, or work with or family or whatever. And your your key to success right now is to not do something just because you, you want to be part of the group. It's do, you have to trust your highest self and say, I have to do what's best for myself. The key to everything is this, as long as I'm doing things with a positive intention, right, as long as I'm not doing it with a negative intent, If but I understand that by me doing that, there may be people in my life who say, I cannot be with you anymore. I must be okay with that. And if you're okay with it, that is that you have. And deal with those feelings. You may feel loss, and you may feel grief and you may have those feelings, but the key is not st- staying in your space and in your power. That is what's going to take you down. So that, and again, I'm not saying it's easy, but, and you know, listen, I've had a lot of resistance. My whole family in the East Coast got vaccinated or whatever, but I'm, they're like, oh, what are you going to do? If you come here? I said, don't, first of all, I'm not coming. I said, don't worry about it. But I said, the bottom line, <laughs> I said, you don't have to worry about it. But I said, I- I'm not doing that. So, and I'll deal with it. If you tell me I can't go on a plane, I won't go on a plane. If you tell me I'm, I'm going to deal with it, I'm going to do what I feel is best for myself. Right. Again, but again, I'm not judging you for doing what you feel is best for yourself. So I think that's the key, but it's trust your higher self. That's going to be the key to the whole thing.
1: Great, right. Thank you, Joe. Thank you so much. Well, our time is ended for today. This has just been so enlightening.
0: Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> so how did people get a hold of you? Should they decide that they want to know more or want some help through this challenging time?
0: Well, I think the best go to my site. It's Joe nuns and I shorten my name because nobody can spell it right, but it's Joe and unz.com right on the front in the front page you're going to see a couple of things you're going to see my youtube channel which i post videos every week you're going to see also a you also see a free webinar you can download which is elevate your energy and you you're going to see it, meditations. There's a whole bunch of things on there that you can just get for free. So go there. If you want to contact me, there's a contact page as well. But you can go there, and I also do a monthly webinar called Spiritual Saturdays. The first Saturday of the month. I'll actually be doing it this week because of the holiday. So all that information is there on my uh, my site. And if anybody has any questions, I'm here to help.
1: Excellent. Thank you, Joe. And I'll make sure that I put your website in the show notes. So if anybody didn't get that website, it will be in the show notes. Well, thank you, Joe, so much. Now, before we end, is are there any last parting words that you would like to leave with our listeners today?
0: Well, I'm going to tell you what I think is an important practice right now as we're going through this is going to be make sure you carve out quiet time. Because there's so much noise and there's so much distraction. And we have phones and we have this and we have that. We don't. So I meditate every day, usually two times a day. So I would, even if it's a couple of minutes a day, carve out quiet time, because that's when you're really receiving your messages. And that's when you're centered. When you're all noisy and crazy, it doesn't happen. So make sure you carve out some quiet time to ground and center yourself. And that's going to be really important, I think, right now.
1: Great. That is great advice. Because yes, there is a lot of noise in the world with yeah. audio books and clubhouse and all kinds of jibber jabber that's happening twenty four seven. Put your phone away. Put it in the other room. Absolutely. Really. All right, Joe. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, RV. I really believe that you gave us all hope and and in some ways permission that we can you know, decide for ourselves what's best for us. I think that is a million dollar lesson today. So thank thank you. you so much.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Appreciate it. All right, everyone. That's our show today. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for listening to the million dollar speaker podcast.